What's good, Facebook? It's your boy, Just Justin. Back for another nothing but sports show. And, and, and as you can tell, the, the cheesiest guy on the internet is joining me. New X and Sports Junkie. And my boy, Keo, from the Bay Area. We're back for another nothing but sports show. The only the only show on the NBS network that it's, it's nothing but sports. And it talks about all sports. But tonight we're talking about the NBA. So what's good, guys? You know I'm here. <laughs> you know why. All right, all right, all right. For those of y'all who don't know, we do a huge we're, – we're, we're big fantasy football, basketball, league guys, right? And, uh, you know, I've been flexing this bell for – for the last six months or so because I'm the fantasy football champion. Every year, we do a fantasy basketball league. And this year, we had it, – it was kind of a small league, but it was a good quality league, really fun, 12 guys. And me and True X Sports Junkie was in the finals of the MPS Basketball Championship. And I'm here to introduce to the world – the 2020-2021 NBS Fantasy Basketball Champion of the World, 2X Sports Network. Thank you. You know why I'm here. Hey, you know, I, I, I want to say, man, thank you for that great, great introduction. That Look, champagne tastes better when you're a champion. <laughs> Hey, the funny thing, ironically, I'm, I have the guy I'm doing the show with, just Justin, who I played in the championship game. The only team that beat me this year, by the way, the only team that beat me in the regular season was Thanks. just Justin. Thanks. But I got my revenge. And then, in the other corner, I got the guy that bet against me. Well, I'm going to say bet, but picked against me. Mostly my good friend, my co-host, so let's talk about it. He went with the other guy. <laughs> so, wow. Well, sometimes, sometimes you get tired of you winning. So I, smell, I, to... I smell conspiracy here. We got the commissioner of the league on the show, who also is your co-host on, on the on, you know, tomorrow night, you know, as my backup. Then let's talk about the show. So I smell some conspiracy theories, but I'm just going to leave it there, and I'm going to let you roll with it. Go hey, ahead, brother. Hey, at the end of the day, he picked you to win. He was wrong just like you were wrong. I was doubted because he upset me in the regular season. Everybody was like, oh, man, Judge Justin's going to be tough to beat. C.O. Boss. And I'm going to give him his credit. His team has the MVP of fantasy basketball. In my opinion, Russell Westbrook on his team. It was crazy. Russ went crazy every game for the most part. But when the chips were down, baby, I was—I had more depth, and my guy showed more heart when the chips went down, baby. Shout out to Jason Tatum. Shout out to Trigger Trey Young. I'm not giving no shout out to Embiid and Ben Simmons because they let me down, <laughs> and they made the matchup a lot closer than it should have been. Shout out to Anthony Davis. I'm back. That's the new slogan. That's the slogan we're going to roll with from now on. I'm back, man. 
And then you disrespected Anthony Davis all year long. If he wouldn't be injured all the time, he would have no reason to be back. Hey, I'm back. You know what? Shout out to the Goon Squad, man. It was oh, a hell of a year. 16-1. The one loss being to Justin in the regular season. But when it, when it counted the most, the Goon Squad came through. So, you know, I'm, I'm really Definitely. happy with this championship. Definitely. I mean... You deserve it. Like I told you before this, the, the game started at the end of the season, uh, this was the funnest year we've ever had. Uh, and if, if I lost to you, uh, that I, I, I would be humble. And that you you well deserved it. You were the best team all year round. You were the number one seed in the playoffs. I was number two. But at the end of the day, you were the number one because you had the best team. The best team won. The best owner won. <laughs> I like that. That you know what? Hey, Kyo, I want you to make a flyer with. Oh, come on, man! Come on, man! That's a quote right there. I think you should put a Mount Rushmore up with my head on it, the first head, and you just have the quote from Judge Justin: "The best fantasy owner won the 2020-2021 fantasy basketball championship." That's a great. That's a great slogan, Justin. I love it. <laughs> All right, all right. Let's get to some real sports news. Hey, we talking basketball. I should be the only one talking right now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, nah, I'm playing. Let's go with it, though, baby. It's all good, all fine. All right. Thank you all for right. having us on the show, though. Oh, definitely, definitely. Thank you all for showing up. Oh, shout out to Jasper, man. Jasper uh, had a, you know, he, he had an emergency tonight. He couldn't make it. You know, he, he's normally my co-host. I, I really appreciate y'all guys coming on. I'm sure Jasper appreciates it. I'm a, I can't wait to see Jasper back on um, so that we can actually uh, have some real sports analysts on this show. Uh, except, you know, instead of having these uh, these other guys. But <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, no. Much respect. All right. First topic of the night. We're talking about, you know, Kobe Bryant. I know we've talked about Kobe Bryant before, uh, his tragic death. But this week, he was introduced into the Hall of Fame. Um, and what, what would y'all take from the from the ceremony? It was a beautiful ceremony. Um, what would y'all take from it? I'm gonna let Keo go ahead and go first. Um, I, I um I I don't ever get tired uh, talking about Kobe. Um, he's one of my, you know, favorite players of all time. One of my favorite players to watch. Um, you know, just, I'm, for me, it was a honor and privilege to actually watch a player from when he first entered the league and then watching him, you know, through his tough times when he hit his prime and, you know, when he ended his career and then when he retired and he went to, you know, the filming business. So, for me, it was a uh, an honor and a privilege to to follow his career because you know there's you know there's players out there like you know you the the Jordans the like the the Jordans the Montana Larry Bird people talk about their career like I I I hear about I hear about the stories but for for Kobe I was able to watch him from when he entered to lead the league and then when he retired um the um 
Vanessa's Bryant speech that, you know, I could tell that was no PR that came from the heart. And um, you could tell just by um, the, the emotions that she put on that stage and the speech that she gave. And I thought it was dope that um, his oldest daughter was able to wear his um, wear the, uh, the the Hall of Fame jacket. And um, at, yeah, it was it was a great it was a really good class, man. Uh, Tim Duncan, um, um, Kevin Garnett, and uh, and I'm just glad that uh, Kobe was able to be inducted to the Hall of Fame. I thought it should have been sooner. I thought it should have been uh, as soon as he retired. He should have been inducted to the Hall of Fame because um, he's um, an automatic Hall of Fame. Um, to me, and uh, one of the best to ever do it. Absolutely, man. First and foremost, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Shout out to everybody that made the Hall of Fame, man. I think this was a really, really great class. Um, one that yeah, that's one of the questions I was going to ask too. Like, do you think that being such a great class, you're talking about Tim Duncan, one of the greatest of all times, and Kevin Garnett. Do you think that the fact that they were overshadowed by Kobe, do you think that's kind of fair to them? I think I think because no one talked about them. Like it's always like, hey, it was a great class, but nobody talked about them. Like yeah. these guys did their whole life. Their whole life was dedicated to basketball. They were one of the greatest of all times in their in their fashions. And you feel like and everybody's really, talking about Kobe. And everybody's talking about Kobe because I, so I, I mean I kind of felt sorry for him yeah. because you know you know I don't want to ever take it away anything away from Kobe. Kobe deserves every ounce of, of of talking that everybody's doing about them but at the end of the day like these guys it's almost as unfair because like they they are one of the greatest and they're 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 just afterthought they're just like you know i mean i i and i guess i guess i get what you're saying definitely i can see you know for the average fan and, and even for myself a, a big sports junkie so to speak um but I pay attention to all of it, um, and I'm not short, come, you know, giving them shortcomings because of the fact that we're talking about Kobe. Man, I got to watch Tim Duncan's entire career, Kevin Garnett's entire career, um, Tamika's Ketchum's entire career, um, Kobe's, and then the whole the list goes on and on. But overall, I mean, I thought this was a phenomenal class. One that we're gonna look back and say one of maybe one of the better classes of all time. Um, as far as Kobe in general, that we you know we're talking about him right now. This dude, man, is crazy because when he started his career, as y'all know, I'm not a Laker fan at all. Never have been a Laker fan. I was a big LeBron James fan. He went to the Lakers, and I don't even, you know, root for him in the, in the Lakers uniform. But what I will say is the more I found out about Kobe Bryant, the more I found out about, you know, how hard he worked toward his craft, no matter what, you don't have to be a fan of a team. You have to put some respect on greatness. And that dude, man, I'll forever be grateful that I got to watch him play, um, hear him speak about, you know, becoming great at whatever your craft is. So I'm forever grateful in that mama mentality, man. I, that's going to be something that I go to my grave really believing in. I believe in that mama mentality. Like, you have to have that kind of mentality in whatever you love to do. Like, we love talking sports. And every day I come on here, regardless of how I feel about my cousin Justin or my boy Keo, I'm going at him, man. I'm going at him 
just because I, I know how much work I put into, you know, talking sports with these guys or talking anything when it comes to nothing but sports brand. And Kobe Bryant played a huge role in that, just um, articulating it and putting in that mama mentality for him. So shout out to Kobe, shout out to his family, man. But also shout out to all the inductees this past week. Um, definitely an amazing class. I love listening to the insight uh, from his wife where, you yeah. know, like, like he told, she told a story of like why he plays when he's hurt, you know, because he remembers as a kid sitting in the 300 section in the, in the nosebleed section and, and, and being grateful to be there, not being able to afford a ticket, but went and bought a ticket to, to watch his favorite player and that he remembers how that feels and he doesn't want that child to ever not be able to see their favorite player. Um, and another thing that I really, uh, when she said it, I was like, you know, that, that, that's, that's Kobe. When he said, if you want to bet on anybody in this world, you bet on yourself. That's right. When, when, you know, when she said that, like, you know, getting those insights into Kobe's mindset, when you talk about the, the mama mindset, the mom, you know, the mentality, that, that's all part of the mama mentality. Um, so that's something that, you know, I think the world could uh, definitely learn from. And, and I, I was definitely appreciative of, you know, his mark that he made on the NBA. And uh, it was a beautiful ceremony. And I, I'm just glad that uh, we were able to witness it. Definitely, brother. Definitely. So, all right. So now that the NBA NBA season is over, um, who are y'all winners for the season awards? You know, this is the, this this is the top of year where everybody puts their two cents in on who they believe should be this, should be that. Uh, now it's time to give our awards. Um, who do y'all think should be the 2021 NBA? MVP. Oh, Kio, go ahead. I'm gonna let you go first. I know you're holding it down for the Bay Area. Let's hear. Oh it. yeah, you know. Oh, you know I am. <laughs> um, it's a, it's easy for me, man. It's 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 a body bag for me, as you could, a terms you use in battle rap. Um, <laughs> it's a thirty. It's a thirty for me. I, I'm going with Steph Curry in this one. Um. And I think with the fact that they, I think I'm, I think they're gonna lose tomorrow. I'm just gonna leave it at that. But I think that they're still be a, gonna be able to advance as an eight seed. And um, just the, his, I think his number speaks for itself. We all know that he won the NBA scoring title also. And I just look at at, at this compared to the rest of the NBA candidates. I said it before on the show. You take Steph Curry out of that team. <laughs> That team is a, a damn lottery team. You put Steph, <laughs> and and if Steph Curry is on that team, and 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 we've seen it happen though. When Steph Curry's not playing, this team will get blown out and would have no type of chance at all. But when Steph Curry's on this team, it's a whole different ball game. I just look at it com uh, compared to the other candidates out there, guys like Embiid, Jokic. Uh, if, if you take those guys out of the team, who? would hurt the most and and i think it would be go the golden state warriors and i think steph curry's numbers speaks for itself he's broken um he he's broken uh numerous records um i think he he um the all-time leading score for the golden state warriors uh he broke it this past season and i think he should be winning the mvp and i think he will win the mvp okay, are you kidding me huh are you kidding me? Oh, go ahead, Justin. Go ahead. 
I mean, yes, Steph Curry did win the scoring title. I give him his props. He deserves to be in the conversation. But Jokic has had one of the most unreal seasons of any player of any era all time. He only had him and Murray on his team that are really stars. Murray goes down, they don't miss a beat. Okay, you're talking about, okay, Steph Curry's not on there. They're not an eighth seed? Are you kidding me? An eighth seed? That's his accomplishment? An eighth seed? This guy, are they the number two seed in the in the, in the the West right now? Who? The, the Nuggets. The, I think the three. The three seed. What other team with one bona fide superstar is that high on, on the radar? You can't name one. This guy is scoring, rebounding, playing defense. He's had one of the most unreal seasons of all time. He's your MVP. Wow. So I get to I get to break the the, the, I get to be the deciding factor. I know where you're going with it. <laughs> I know where you're going, but all go right. ahead. All go right. Ahead. So so first of all, I want to say shout out to all the candidates. I'm gonna put some candidates out there. I think um and B deserves some credit. Cause let me just say this. I agree with you. Made a great point a few shows back when you said he missed too many games. I actually agree with that. That's why he's not my MVP, but I think he deserves credit because the Sixers without him is under 500. With them, they're way above 500, and they're number one seed in the East. So it's proven what he's doing on the team. But he does have Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris on that team with them. We can sit here and say that they're under 500 without him, but they still have two good players on their team. Then I look at somebody like Julius Randle. What he's done in New York, I think people people are not appreciating that enough. That dude has been a beast from beginning to end. The, the, you would have told me the Knicks were going to be the fourth seed in the East. I would have laughed at you at the beginning of the season. So but I'm MVP, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I get I'm, it. I'm, you got to give him credit, but I wouldn't put him in the MVP. I think he's I think he's a candidate. I'm not saying he should win. I'm saying he should be a candidate. So I'm going to give him his props. I think that nobody's putting enough respect on Russell Westbrook's name. I knew where you were going. <laughs> this team started out as the worst team in the NBA while Russ was basically not playing. This dude pulled that team out of that situation, even when Bradley Bill missed games, and they're in a, they, they have a chance to make the playoffs right now. That's incredible. A lot of people thought Washington was going to get the first pick in the draft at one point in the season. And now they're in, in the playoff race. That's that's remarkable. But unfortunately, him on the, on the verge of – I think they're going to get in. I can't put him quite in because we've seen him do this before. Yeah, with Russ, and now it got to be that next level type stuff. I wouldn't have no issue if somebody voted for him, though. I can honestly say that. Now it comes back down to the two guys that you said. Keo says, Steph, you say Jokic. I actually think Jokic is going to win. But I would give it to Steph Curry. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because as bad as, as bad as, I mean, I know you made the, the case that he's barely getting into the playoffs. We think he's going to get in. I think all of us agree on that. But he literally is only eight games back. I know that's a lot in a sense, but eight games back of Jokic and the Nuggets. Eight games. Eight, they only won eight more games than Steph Curry and the Warriors. If you take Steph Curry off that team, dude, they are maybe the worst team in basketball by, by a landslide. Yeah. 
No, no. They're not the Houston Rockets. No, no. <laughs> that's what I believe. That's just my, that's my thought. My thing is, Steph Curry, the scoring leader, and I get what Justin's saying. Um, what Jokic has done this year, Jokic, this is my thing. Jokic is not top 10 in scoring. I don't believe he's top 10 in scoring. I think he's like 12 or 11, which is still great. He averages a double-double. He has rebounds, and he averages, I think, more assists than Steph Curry. That's crazy. <laughs> I think he averages more assists than Steph Curry. I think it's like 26 or around 26, 10, and I think 8. And Steph Curry's 32, 5, and 5 or 5 and 6 or something where along the lines. But at the end of the day, I think to myself, the Nuggets, I disagree with you a little bit, Justin. I think Aaron Garden's not a bad player. I'm not saying a superstar, but not a bad player who they got in the trade deadline. And Michael Porter Jr., I think, is a rising star. I think he's going to – he's not there yet, but he's one of those guys. Paul Millsap is a, a veteran that you can trust. I'm not sitting here saying that he's a great player. I'm not saying that. But I feel like the Nuggets as a team is a good team. They have a good mesh of guys. Will Barton's not bad. They have a good team. But overall, I mean, of course, I agree with you. Jokic, you take Jokic off that team, that's – that's not a playoff team. By mm -hmm. no stretch of the imagination, you take Jokic off that team, even if Jamal Murray's healthy, that's not a playoff team. So I give Jokic his credit. I think it's razor sharp on who's going to win. I would give the edge to Jokic on actually winning. I personally, if I was a voter, I would vote for Steph Curry. Let me say this. Would you not give an edge to a player if they have such a monumental season? you know, one of the worst, I mean, one of the best in history, would you not give them an edge over a player who has won MVP in the past? And I you know what you're saying. But the whole, you know like the whole big winning effect, the whole LeBron effect, where these guys have just done it so many times that people will give the MVP to somebody else just yeah. because, you know, they don't have next year like, you know, like LeBron has or like yeah. Peyton Manning has or like Steph Curry has. You know, this is their – Best year they'll ever have. And, you know, for them to deserve to finally get it. Because, you know, Drew Brees. Drew Brees went all his, his career to never win an MVP because he never had that that year. He was always, you know, always I, had I, one year better. I can see that's why I think I think Jokic is going to win it. I'm saying who I would vote for would be Steph Curry. I have no issue with Jokic winning. But if you're talking about just strictly numbers, dude, then how can we not vote for Russell Westbrook? <laughs> I mean, let, let's just be honest. If it's just about the numbers, how is Russell Westbrook not the MVP? What he's done with that team, I mean, yeah, Bradley Bill's there. We get that. He's, the, what, number two in the scoring title? I get that. But what I'm sitting there saying is what Russ has done, even without Bradley Bill, to pull that team from the bottom, dude, you have to give him his props. I would just vote for Steph, but I have no issue if Steph wins it, I have no issue if Jokic wins it. And I'm going to be honest, this is not popular. I would not have an issue if somebody said Russell Westbrook should win the MVP. I don't have no issue with that. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no way I'm voting Jokic or Russell Westbrook to win the MVP. Oh, definitely <laughs> definitely not Jokic. Definitely not Jokic because I, I, I think you guys are disrespecting Michael Porter Jr. The dude's nearly averaging 20 a game. And I think there'll still be at least a 500 team without Jokic. And when you, when I look at the head-to-head -head matchup with Curry and Jokic, um, um, Curry's up 2-1 throughout this regular season. You know what I'm he's saying? Dropped, that he dropped, he dropped 30, his numbers, 32, 35, and 53. <laughs> 
Hey, hey, it, it's razor sharp. Like I said, Kyo, I would give it to Curry, but I think when it's all said and done, Jokic is going to get it. All right. All right, so the next award, I think it's pretty uh, hands, really easy. It's Coach of the Year. Oh, I don't know, Justin. <laughs> I don't know about this one. This one's easy. <laughs> okay. Well, easy money. Let's hear it then. Tom Thibodeau. Are you kidding me? You just talked about before, just five minutes ago, if someone would have told you that the New York Knicks would be the fourth seed in the East, you would have not believed him. This guy was a reject. He was fired from other jobs for being too hard on players. Goes to New York. They haven't made the playoffs in how many, what is it, 15 years? Some crazy number? And they're the fourth seed? Come on, man. It was easy. Tom Thibodeau. Okay, Kia, who you got? I want to hear this. I'll break the tie again. If you have uh, a guy, if you have a gym, then it's him. Um, I'm going with Tom Thibodeau also to, uh, to win Coach of the Year. Um, I, you look, it's a New York Knicks, man. Like <laughs> the New York Knicks, they were nearly about to switch ownership, sell their franchise. They couldn't land no type of free agents at all. This was a bad team. Like the fans lost respect for them. And then Thibodeau shows up and, you know, he starts slowly, you know, um, adding, you know, you know, not the big pro profile free agents, but mediocre guys, average guys. And, um, and you know, he they were able to draft um, R.J. Barrett, which I, I liked last season, who, who did kind of showed up. And then you, you kept uh, Julius Randle, um, and he actually wants to stay with the team moving forward. And uh, you look at what this team's been doing, and you look at them being f the fourth seed in the playoff in, in the Eastern Conference. That's huge, man. And I think he definitely deserved Coach of the Year honors, and he's my pick also. Okay, okay, well, that's two votes. For Do him. you understand that Julius Randle was an LA Laker reject that they didn't want, and you are just you were just discussing him yeah. in the MVP uh, category. You yeah. did not name one Laker. Not one, and they that's got two nice. big superstars. Yeah, so that's you right. yeah, he was from the Lakers. He was he was a Pelicans player. reject, also. He was what? <laughs> I like that. I like that. No, I don't. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, in all honesty, I'm gonna be honest with y'all because me and Kiwa spoke about this. I would actually vote for Tom Thibodeau, but 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 I don't think it's as clear cut as you think it is. I think we need to put some respect on Monty Williams' name. Um, when you look at the Phoenix Suns, they're the second best team in basketball. I mean, literally, they could have been number one had they played their players last game. And well, they, did, they didn't play their players, but they did win the game. If the Jazz lose their last game, they're the number one seed in the entire NBA. Do y'all realize that that team was not a playoff team last year, the Phoenix Suns? The only reason why I give the slight edge to the to the Knicks and Tom Thibodeau over the Suns because I believe that the Suns have three guys: Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton. Even though he doesn't get the the recognition that he deserves, those three guys, bro, that, that like you kind of low key loaded on the slick. You kind of low key loaded. What you're saying is great about Julius Randle. That's true. He was a reject, and Tom Thibodeau has that team in the playoffs as the four seed. 
but we cannot disrespect Monty Williams and say that he shouldn't even have a chance at winning this award because they have 10 more wins than the Knicks and they're second in the entire NBA in wins. So I'm giving it to Tom Thibodeau just because I don't think he has the roster that Monty Williams has, but I think Monty Williams definitely deserves some recognition. Let me tell you why that argument has no ground at all. Number one, the Phoenix Suns were the hottest team in the bubble last year. Because Hey, but Monty Williams was the coach. <laughs> they were the hottest team in the bubble. What did they get in the offseason? Chris Paul. Chris Paul took a terrible team last year in the Thunder and made them relevant. That's facts. Everywhere Chris Paul's gone, he has made them relevant. Now, I know he hasn't won any championships, but he's made every team he's gone on relevant. And you're talking about a team that was everybody thought should have been in the playoffs last year without Chris Paul because they were the hottest team in the bubble. You add, in a lot of people's opinion, an MVP candidate. Absolutely. I didn't even mention him. You're right. You're right. Absolutely. You add an MVP candidate. Why is it such a great coaching job to get an MVP candidate who has brought other teams to the playoffs to a hot team already? And and it's it's a surprise that they're a good team this year. But but two but number two in the West, number two in the West, like that's a surprise. If you'd have told me the Suns a playoff team, cool. Number two, one game back of the number one seed. That's where I'm like, wow. I would have never guessed that. I would have never picked the Suns to be the number one or two seed in the West, and then number one or two seed overall. I'm with you though. I said I'd vote for Tom Thibodeau. But if Monty Williams wins Coach of the Year, I'm not going to sit here and say Tom Thibodeau got robbed. I'm not going to do that. Okay. All right. All right. Well, now now we have one that I know I will have a different opinion than y'all about. Okay. Uh, but we got Defensive Player of the Year. Oh, Who no, you got? I'll go first. And y'all know how much I'm a Ben, uh, ben Simmons. I call it Benny Hines. That's what I'm about to say. Y'all know how much I love Ben Simmons. It's Rudy Gobert. And I'm not even a Rudy Gobert guy. He's the defensive player of the year. He leads the NBA in blocks. The dude's a monster in the defensive in the um, court. Donovan Mitchell missed some games down the stretch. Guess what? The Jazz are still the number one seed in the West in the entire NBA. Who's been the most consistent person on that team? I know with Donovan Mitchell. I'm not saying he's better than Donovan Mitchell. But he don't miss games. This dude is an anchor for that defense. He changes shots game in and game out. And if you try to go up against it, he gets all the blocks. To me, it's a landslide. I understand the Ben Simmons argument. I understand maybe some couple other guys' arguments. This is Rudy Gobert's award to win, and I think he's going to win it. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going with Rudy Gobert also. Um, he's been the most consistent out of all of them. Um, um, uh, he protects the rim. They, um, a good defender, dominates inside uh, the glass. Um and uh, this Jazz team, they built this defense around him, and um, and like uh, True said, he leads the league in um, blocks. I, I think he's averaging a double double. Um, yeah, so I think he's the most obvious choice for me. You could say Ben Simmons. Um, some people could mention Draymond in there, but I, I'm I'm definitely going with uh, Rudy Gobert in this one. I gotta hear this. <laughs> I got it. Go ahead. 
I have a difference of opinion. Oh my! <laughs> Hold on. And and I, I I fully respect the Rudy Gobert argument. Okay. It is a very valid argument. I don't I don't I don't dispute that. My thing is the first thing you said in your argument. I like Ben Simmons. Okay. <laughs> this this guy this guy he's not a great scorer, but what he does great is defense. And the the thing I like about him the most is that he doesn't just guard the five. He can guard the five all the way to the one. He, he's probably the most diverse defender in the league, as far as I'm concerned. He doesn't do great like Gobert at the five. I think Gobert is a much better defender at five. But I, I think that when it comes down to all, you know, all the positions, Simmons can can guard anybody on the on the on the court. And that's my uh argument for Simmons. Um for honorable mention, it would be Bam Alabama. You know, Bam has been just great this year. He's been the the MB killer. That's you watch nice. the game night, like <laughs> and B couldn't do nothing with Bam. So, you know, that, that would be my honorable mention. Um, but I would go with Ben Simmons. But I'm not I'm not super confident on it. Like, like if go, I think Gobert will win. I think he deserves it. And, and and all power to him. But if I had a vote, I would vote for Ben Simmons. <laughs> okay, I ain't mad at that. All right, so now we got the six-man award. This is a landslide. Y'all want me to go first again? I, I'll go. Okay. It's Jordan Clarkson, man. Um, there's no, I, I don't know who you could possibly make an argument with in this one, man. Like in 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 you know in the MVP and the you know defensive player of the year, coach of the year, you could make an argument. But I, I don't see nobody you could make an argument with when it comes to Jordan Clarkson, man. When uh. I mean, he he held that fort down with with Donovan Mitchell out, Mike Conley out, and uh, Jordan Clarkson. Man, he has stepped up his game. He showed that he could shoot the ball. He showed that he could take the ball inside, and um, and his handles are are ridiculous, also, man. So I, I definitely have Jordan Clarkson, man, um, winning the Sixth Man of the Year. Yeah, absolutely. This is not even up for debate. I agree with Keo wholeheartedly. I think this is probably one of the easier ones to pick for me. Um, Jordan Clarkson, another thing that y'all brought up earlier, uh, LA Laker reject. I mean, at this at, at some point, the Lakers kind of gave up on him, but Jordan Clarkson, the Jazz, the number one seed overall, the best team in basketball for pretty much the entire season. Yeah, I'm going Jordan Clarkson. I, I love the points that you made about Mike Conley being out. I love the fact that Donovan Mitchell was out, but guess what? Gobert held it down on the defensive end, and Jordan, Jordan Clarkson held it down on the offensive end. So, yeah, easily for me. This is this is not even up for debate as Jordan Clarkson. Okay, I think we lost Justin for a second, so we're going to move right along. Keo, who you have for most improved player in the NBA? All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh Dude, that's easy, man. Most improved player is Julius Randle. <laughs> Dude, I, like I, I think this, this is you know you can make some arguments also in this one, but it, it's definitely Julius Randle, man. He has stepped up his game, man. Um, 
and he took his um he took a lot of notes playing with Kobe um uh from my a lot of interviews that I was able to see um and Julian Randall's all every single category as far as his numbers goes has stepped up man he could dominate inside he's drawing double teams now he could shoot the three he could if teams are scared to go one on one isolation with him and um it's definitely Julius Randle, man. Uh, most improved player. I, I honestly don't agree with what you just said in a sense when you said you can make an argument for somebody else. Who the hell are you going to make an argument for? It's clearly Julius Randle. If you told me Julius Randle would be an MVP candidate, I would be like, bro, come on, man. Now you're being, now you're being, you're reaching a little bit. You're reaching a little bit. You must be a Knicks fan. You must be biased towards the Knicks. There is no other choice for most improved. The Knicks are the four seed. Julius Randle is an all-star. <laughs> He's a reject, like Justin mentioned earlier. And this dude has got, not just in any market, in the New York market, the Knicks. The, he's on Madison Square Garden. I got Julius Randle most improved, and it's not even up for debate, in my opinion. That This, is, this was actually easier to me than the sixth man. And I think Jordan Clarkson's going to win sixth man easily, going away. But I think this one, if let's just say they have 100 voters, all 100 voters, this should be unanimous that Julius Randle's the most improved. <laughs> I agree. Uh, sorry. Uh, I don't know those of y'all know here in Texas and Louisiana, we've been having really bad weather. Yep. Uh, my lights went out for a second, so that's why I was I was Got kicked it. off the, the air. Uh, so, so. Thoughts and prayers to everybody in Louisiana, by the way. I never said that. I know y'all getting a lot of bad weather these, these last couple of days. So. But, um, yeah, I agree with y'all. Julius Randle, uh, man, it, it, he is definitely the most improved. I mean, he brought the Knicks back to rele being relevant. So uh, definitely Julius Randle, man. So I think he's unanimous on this, on this panel. What about right. six man? We, we did six man while you was going. So. I, think, I, think, I think Clarkson also. I had Clarkson also. Okay. Definitely. Definitely. So I don't I don't know what the score is right now of the game of the, of the Celtics game. The Celtics uh, are up by eleven right now. We still we still didn't do we still didn't do rookie of the year yet. That's the one I saved because I think this might get crazy on here tonight. <laughs> All right, your NBA rookie of the year. I want you There's to go more. first. I want you to go first okay. and tell us who's All rookie right. of the year. All right, I know everybody's gonna say ball. I, from the get-go, never liked Ball. I'm not a Ball fan. I don't like his daddy. I don't like his brother. Uh, probably really? don't like his uncle. So I would never vote for Ball. He's been doing his thing in Charlotte. It's nice. He missed a lot of games. Um, but who I've been impressed with is Anthony Edwards. Um, I think Anthony Edwards should win Rookie of the Year. I think he's averaged, I think it was 18 points a game. 19. 19 points a game. Uh, so, you know, that, that's my vote for rookie of the year. I know you're going to go with ball. You're a ball fan. <laughs> I'm going to let Keo go because uh, I might surprise you with this one. Go ahead, Keo. Um, I did have LaMelo in the beginning of the season until he got injured. I think if he wouldn't have gotten injured – um, he would have won Rookie of the Year, but I don't have him. I think when LaMelo got injured, um, Anthony Edwards was like, hey, 
I'm about to take advantage of this. And uh, I think that's what exactly that he did, man. Um, Anthony Edwards, he has proved me wrong. And I'll be the first to say it. When we did the, our draft, NBA draft special, I said the dude's going to be a bust. I thought he had bust potential written all over him. But the dude is very explosive. He could get to the rim. Um, he ex He's explosive when he gets to the rim. Um, he could shoot the ball also. He could go one-on-one -on -one isolation with you. And then and then on top of that, he's playing with guys like D'Angelo Russell and Cat. And um I, I definitely have him as rookie of the year, man. Um over. he had the dunk of the year. Yeah. I, you know what's crazy is we didn't even talk about this before going on air, and it's unanimous. I got Anthony Edwards, and I don't even think it's really that close. Um Anthony Edwards led all rookies in games played and points. The dude played 71 games. Do y'all realize there's only one other rookie that played 70 games this year? That I mean, that's even viable for a I, that actually played in the game. There's only one other rookie. And I think it's Williams from the Bulls. Outside of that, Anthony Edwards is the only rookie to play 70-plus games, and that's remarkable to me. When you look at him, you can sit there and say, well, they didn't make the playoffs. And I get that argument. LaMelo Ball didn't make the playoffs. I just saw what happened just now in the playing game. But outside of that, Cat missed a lot of games this year. Cat missed a lot of games due to COVID and uh, unfortunate situations. Definitely still thoughts and prayers with him and his family. But D'Angelo Russell missed a lot of games this year. I would know. Had him on my fantasy team. At the end of the day, that's your two best players. And then Justin, I, oh, my God, I lost the dude's name that quick. You had him on your team. He was one of the leading scorers, too, at one time. Um, You ended up trading him. Um, God, I can't do the small forward. Oh, I, I trade him to you, Keo. <laughs> yeah, you, he ended up trading to Keo. <laughs> so um, they were out without their three best scorers. And guess what Anthony Edwards said? You know what? I got this. I'm going to hold a fourth down. The dude has that it factor. And I didn't see it at Georgia, but I see it right now. That, like you said, dunk of the year. He has highlights. Dude was going crazy in a bunch of games. Shout out to LaMelo Ball. I do like LaMelo Ball. I, uh, shout out to the Ball family. I like the Ball family. I know Justin doesn't. But the rookie of the year this year is clearly, in my mind, Anthony Edwards. And I was wrong about him, too, Keo. I had James Wiseman going into the season. I was wrong. Justin told me Wiseman wasn't going to win it. And I should have listened back then. <laughs> That, that's a good so quote. Just, I like that quote. <laughs> I should have yeah, listened yeah. to Justin back then. We didn't make a flyer on that, Keo. We didn't work on that. <laughs> just, a, just a quick update for uh, the game. It's currently uh, in progress right now. Celtics are up 80 to 68 right now in the third quarter with four minutes left. Jason Tatum uh, leading, leading the way with 31 right now. Shout out to Jason Tatum. That goon squad number. Uh-oh. <laughs> Let's go. All right. So now that we're discussing the play-in tournament that's going on right now, number one, do you like it? And number two, do you would you like to see it continue in the future in years to come in the NBA? If y'all don't mind, I would like to go first on this. First of all, let me say, with these two blowouts right now, well, I'm not going to say blowout. The first one was a, a horrible game. But the second one, I mean, it's still, 
the Wizards can come back and win this game, but I like the, the play-in tournament. I know a lot of people are going to get mad because of the blowouts, but I like it because it brings more excitement. You can think about it like this. We got Jason Tatum, the Celtics, Kimball Walker versus Russell Westbrook, Bradley Bill, the Wizards in one game tonight, which is exciting. I wish I could be watching it, but I'm here with you guys, which is cool nonetheless. But tomorrow night, we get LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Steph Curry, Draymond Green and company. That's exciting in itself. So if we get games like that every year, I would like for them to keep this playing tournament. I think it gives a little bit more oomph to already a great thing. I love the NBA playoffs because you really never know what's going to happen in a sense. Last year, you had the Miami Heat go to the finals, which I would have bet everything they weren't going to get there. But Bam became Bam overnight. Uh, I say overnight, but he became a superstar last year in the playoffs with um, Tyler Hero playing some good ball. So I love the NBA playoffs. And I think this is an added um, dimension that can definitely elevate the tournament um, and elevate the playoffs. So I love it. Let's keep it going. And um, let's see what happens. Go ahead, yeah. Keith. Um, I, I, I like the playing tournament also, man. I didn't like how they did it last year, but this year I think they fixed a couple of things and I, I like how they doing things. I think, I, I hope they keep it, man. Um, just, you look at the, 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 the basketball energy right now, the playoff basketball right now that, you know, teams are, have a chance to make it to, um, the playing tournament. Cause that was the whole discussion throughout the past two weeks, who's going to be in the play-in? It wasn't really about the seeding um, with the top teams. It was more about the play-in tournament for uh, both of these conferences. And I thought that was really interesting and entertaining, man. You know, especially you got the NFL adding one more team in the um, playoffs. And then, you know, the NBA comes back and adds this up. So um, I like it, and I hope they do keep it. Let me say this. Let me say this. Because I'm, I'm a guy who loves to play devil's advocate. I like to see both sides of every story. I love the excitement it brought to the end of the season because you have teams that were, you know, if you're the 12th seed in years past, it's time to tank. It's time to be uh-huh. get the best lottery pick you can get. Now, if, you know, if you're the 12th seed, you could be three games behind the 10th seed, and now you're still in it. You know, yeah. so you actually have teams playing. So that made it very exciting. What I don't like is, you know, you have football. Football has 32 teams. They only got 12 teams that make the playoffs. You got baseball. You have all those teams in baseball. You only have, what, is it eight teams that make the playoffs, including the wild card? So, like, in basketball, they're talking about, what is that, 30 teams in basketball? And with this play-in tournament, it puts – because let's be honest. I know we don't – I know you got to play to be the seventh or eighth, but this is the playoffs. Tonight, the playoffs have begun. So you literally have 20 teams out of 30 in the playoffs, and you play 82 games to get there. That's a lot of games to get almost the whole league in the playoffs. So it kind of drains the, you know, the playoffs because – are you really a good team if you're, you know, the 20th best team out of 30, but you're still a playoff team? You know, so I, I, get, that. I, I get that argument when you talk about LeBron James, who's like, man, we played 82 games. 
We already have 16 teams, which is more than any other league out there making the playoffs. And now you're adding four more. Like, is 16 not enough? So I, I, I get that argument. Um, but let's be real. As a fan, <laughs> I knew you was going to say that. And the NFL actually went up to seven. Yeah, you're right. Seven it's seven, but it's still 14 out of 32. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm just saying they did go up, though. It's not like they just stayed and, and they only play, you know, 17 games now. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you know, when you have a, a league that plays 82 games to get to a spot and it's not good enough for the league that you still got to play some games to get in, I, I can see where if you're a 17, you're like, man, that's, that's not cool. I played 82 games. <laughs> well, I'll say this, though. The one positive to this, let's just pretend. Now, obviously, we can say you're pretending, but it's not really the case. But let's say the Lakers actually lost a little bit more games where LeBron and AD did miss more time, and they were the ninth seed. That's a seed that actually can win the whole thing if they're healthy. Sometimes, unfortunately, even though you play a lot of games, if you have a stud out or two studs out, you could lose a lot of games and then still have a chance to do something. So obviously they're not the, the ninth seed right now, they're the seventh seed, and they would be in if it was just normal playoff format. But had they lost a few more games, they would be the ninth seed. And they'd be on the outside looking in. And we all think, I think it's unanimous, that if the Lakers are healthy, they're probably the favorite to come out of the West. So I, I I would stick with it, man. I think it's a good little thing because if a player gets hurt, it's not like, oh, we got to give up our season. Let's take the rest of the year. No, that, if that player can come back, you have a chance to get in as a 10th seed and make some noise. And we talked about, I think, last week about Clay Thompson. You wasn't on. But if the Warriors brought back Clay Thompson, do you know how fire this postseason would be? That, that would be incredible. So I like it. I mean, I, like like I said, as a fan, I love it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it really is. It makes it more interesting. But I get it for you know, if I'm a player, yeah, man, this seems a little unfair. <laughs> yeah, keep the Lakers out. If they didn't make it, keep them out. We don't want no. Players. But I mean, they did make it. They no, were know, a I top know, eight seed. Yeah, I know. So I mean, I'm rude against them. <laughs> I hope they don't hey. make the playoffs. Oh, uh, shout out to Shardell Gupta. I hope I said that right. Um, she said the Lakers will lose tomorrow night to the Warriors. I like her. <laughs> or him, whatever it is. Or him, or I don't know. I hope I said your name right. Yeah. My apologies if I didn't. Definitely, definitely, definitely. All right, so all right, so who you got in like in we know the matchups for the you know tonight. What about tomorrow night? Who do y'all have for the play in tournament tomorrow night? Um Go ahead, Keo. Um, playing tournament tomorrow night. I got the Lakers beating the Golden State Warriors. Um, as long as LeBron and AD's there, you get Dennis Schroeder back. You got Kuzma there. You got all the perimeter shooters over there, man. And their defense is probably pretty much dialed in and locked in on you. Um, I I just don't think that it's gonna be enough at, for the Warriors. And I got I got the Lakers winning, and the net, the following matchup is with the Spurs and the Grizzlies. I got the Grizzlies in this one, man. Um, I just think inside outside game, and then uh, 
I, I just like the supporting cast that they have in um in Memphis. Um so I got the Grizzlies um winning that matchup also. I'll, I, I, I'll go next. I got I agree with Keo wholeheartedly. I just I mean of course I'm rooting for the Warriors to beat the Lakers, but do I honestly think that I would bet on it? <laughs> Absolutely not. I've got the Lakers winning that game. Um and I do have the Grizzlies. I think we're gonna have another Grizzlies versus Warriors, the last game of the season. That's what it was. To see who gets the eight seed. But yeah, I'm going Lakers tomorrow night over the Warriors. I'm going with the Grizzlies over the, the Spurs. Did a guy from the Bay Area. Yeah, right. Who <laughs> voted for Steph Curry as the MVP. <laughs> just pick against him. Yeah, I gotta I gotta keep it a thousand with you, man. And I'm not gonna be biased towards that. They take your Bay Area card away from you, man. So I, I'm 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 gonna be the wild card in this because I'm the only one on here that apparently uh, has the guts to, to, make, <laughs> to make a prediction that Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors will beat the LA Lakers tomorrow night. Hey, I hope you're right. I hope I'm wrong on that prediction. <laughs> I, I I think Steph Curry will go off. Uh, and I, I think they beat the Lakers. It's a one-game thing. Now, if you told me it's a series, then I, there's no doubt in my mind the Lakers would win that series. But one game, if I'm going to bet on one game, whether LeBron and AD are going to go off or Steph Curry is going to go off, I'm going to bet on Steph Curry. So I, I got I got to go with the Warriors. Uh, for the other game, uh, I'm kind of with you all on that. I think the Grizzlies, without a doubt, will win that game. Uh, you got, you know, John Morant. Shout out to John Moran, who was part of my my second place fantasy basketball team. Um, but you know, he, you know, he kind of let me down. But hopefully <laughs> you know, tomorrow night, uh, he won't let my predictions down. I think they'll they'll beat the Spurs. Um, and then I, after that, I think the Lakers will beat the Grizzlies to get that eight seed. Okay. So I still see the Lakers making the playoffs. I just see them as the eight seed. The Warriors being the seventh seed. Okay. So now, now that we've got, you know, that tournament done, let's get to the real tournament, the NBA playoffs. We we have four matchups set. The others aren't set yet because it really depends on whether or not we're good at our, our predictions. So we don't know those matchups. So let's go with what we know. We have the Bucks versus the Heat in the East right now. Who y'all got in Bucks versus Heat? <coughs> Real quick, go ahead, Kyo. Uh, this is a this is it was this is a rematch from last year, and man, I think um, I think the outcome's gonna be the same thing. I think Miami beats them. Uh, wow. in the seven, yeah, in the six game series. Um, I I just I just don't think Milwaukee is good enough. Uh, Budenholzer. Uh. The coach for uh, Milwaukee, he is definitely on the hot seat. I think he'll be gone after this season, man. I think um, as long as you could limit Giannis and um, you force him outside of the paint, I think – and because that's exactly what they did last season and they were able to advance. And I just like what the pieces that Miami have with Jimmy Buckets, Tyler Hero – um, bam, and I just I, and and then uh, you got a lot of veteran leadership over there, and um, 
I like um I like Miami to advance to the the next round. How many how many games? I think they'll finish them off in six games. Wow! Now they go seven. Um, I, shout out to the Heat, man. The Heat proved me completely wrong last season. I actually lost some bets messing around with the Heat, um, but the Bucks added um, Drew Holiday. They added PJ Tucker, two guys that are gritty on the defensive end. That's gonna knock down shots when they when it matters. They're not gonna get nervous. They're gonna they're gonna rise to the occasion, and then you add that in with Chris Middleton, and you add that in with Giannis Antetokounmpo, um, and Brooke Lopez. I'm going with the I'm going with the Bucks, man. Revenge, kind of like with me, Justin happened last season. I think the Bucks come for revenge in this series. If we we know Jimmy Butler has been nicked up in these past few weeks, so is Jimmy Butler completely 100 healthy? We're gonna find out. Um, they, they traded for Ola Depot right before the break, but we know he's out for the um season. So I'm gonna go with the Bucks. I actually think the Bucks are gonna make a statement this in this series. I'm going with the Bucks in five. Okay. Well, let me say this. Shout out to the Heat. The Heat has they have been one of the most hot, one of the most hottest team in the NBA right now. Um, but I like what Giannis has been doing this year. He's been under the radar. He's not been in the MVP chat at all um and i think he's actually performed better under that because it's been less pressure uh kind of like i did last year with the you know the fantasy football thing flattered on the radar and won the whole thing so he performed better when no one thought that you know he should be winning the championship because the last couple of years it was championship or bust in, in, in milwaukee this year he's gotten some help he's been under the radar and i think he's actually gain some confidence in it because he's the, the he has nothing to lose so i'm gonna go with milwaukee but i think he's gonna go seven i think it's gonna be a great series wow okay this must see tv i think this is gonna go back and forth uh and i wouldn't be surprised if miami took this the series i really wouldn't uh but i if i had to pick i'm gonna go with milwaukee okay uh, the next one we have is a pretty interesting matchup we got the new york knicks and the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, <laughs> go ahead, I'm, I'm interested to hear this. Um, I got the Knicks advancing. Um, I think this will go the seven games. Um, I think the task is to stop Julius Randle, and I don't think they're going to be able to do that. And I know they got Clint Capella there, but the thing is, though, that the Atlanta is really banged up right now. And um, and they got a mix with young players and veterans on that New York Knicks team. Tom Thibodeau, he's been in these situations before when it comes to the postseason. So I think um, he, he has a huge advantage over that. And then you got guys like R.J. Barrett. Derrick Rose is still balling <laughs> right now. You got guys like Bullock. Um, Todd Gibson uh, from uh, coming off from, from the bench. And I think the Trey Young. You know, this is his first time um, in to see how he actually deals with this. But I, I just don't think it's going to be enough going against the New York Knicks. And I got the Knicks advancing to the next round. I 100% I, I agree with you on this. Defense, defense, defense. They're going to slow the game down. I actually think that this can either go one or two ways in a sense. I, I think it's either going to be a sweep for the Knicks or they're going to win seven. I, I mean – 
I'm giving Trey Young the benefit because I like Trey Young. He was on my fantasy team. Shout out to Trey Young. But I'm scared for him too because this team, bro, they're physically defensively. Um, to me, they're gonna grind out every win. They kind of remind me of like the old Bulls, like you said, with Derrick Rose and all of them. But they also remind me of the Memphis Grizzlies that gave people a lot of trouble. The Grindhouse with Mike Conley and Zach Randolph and Mike Marcus All and them guys. This team is very gritty. Um, it would not surprise me if they got if they swept the Hawks because the Hawks, like you said, Keo, a lot of young guys, guys that have no playoff experience, never really experienced it at all. But I'm gonna go seven only because, only because I haven't seen Julius Randle in, in, in these type of moments. This is the playoffs. If I'm gonna say Trey Young may not show up, what happens if Julius Randle doesn't show up? It, it could be dangerous. So I'm gonna say seven. And I got the Knicks, man. This was really hard for me. Because I don't trust either one of these teams. Really? <laughs> the Knicks the Knicks have been really good this year, but they've been really bad in close games at the end. They have found ways to lose <laughs> close games. And this is the time of the year where that will bite you in the butt. Um, but I, I also don't trust Trey Young. Yeah, man. They're he, a jump shooting team. To that, me, that's what scares me about them. To me, it's 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 almost unfair because you got a team like Miami and Milwaukee, two powerhouses going against each other. And if I'm being honest, I don't think either one of these teams could could hold anything to either one of those other two teams. Uh, so I think it's unfair that you have a matchup where you have two teams that one's going to be gone, and then you got the Knicks and the, and the Hawks that I, I don't think either one should be in the second round. Um, but we have what we have. Like I said earlier, we played 82 games. <laughs> so I can't say that. Normally 82, though. You're right. Yeah, I, mean, I can't say that and then complain about it because they had their shot to get there where they're at. So if I had to pick one um, – do it. Please do it. Do it. <laughs> if I had to pick one, I'm going to go with the Knicks. Oh, wow. Okay. But very reluctantly, <laughs> very cautiously, I would not be betting the mortgage on the Knicks. See, I'm actually opposite of you. I think the Knicks are going to win this series no matter what. Now, if Randall comes to play, I think it's going to be a sweep. If, if you're can. asking me who's a better team, the Knicks are definitely yeah. 100 the better I, team. I, so. I just don't trust number. I, I don't trust them. Number one, they're they're not experienced. Yeah, we talked about it earlier. The Knicks haven't been in the postseason in t over ten years or whatever it is. And, and, and this year they have lost a lot of close games. That's true. That that shows a lot of inexperience, and that in the playoffs will will kill you. So that. Really scares me, and I would not. I would not bet on this team at all. But if you had, if you had a gun to my head and you said pick one, you're going to mix. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. You said the Knicks, Keel. Yeah, no, I'll pick the Knicks. Okay, all right. So how about the Nuggets and the Trailblazers in the West? Ooh, ooh. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah! You know what time it is, man. Um, um, I'm holding it down for the Bay once again, man, and I'm going with 
the Portland Trail Blazers. I think they'll end this in five or six. Um, wow. I think this. I think this is going to be completely different, man. Without Jamal Murray, um, I think um, you're going to need more than just Jokic in this game, man. To um, to um, to win the series, and Jokic is going to get his. But what is the rest of that supporting cast going to do? Because Jamal Murray was a huge number two, and I don't know if Michael Porter Jr. can be that number two as in the going into the postseason. I like him. I like what he's been doing this season, but I just don't think it's gonna be enough, man. Because you're you're dealing with Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum. Um, you got um, you got uh, Norman Powell that they got traded for. You got veterans like Carmelo, and then you got the inside game with Nurkic and Enos Kanter. Uh, and um. And then um, Denver, they had they didn't finish strong, man. They 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 um, they lost a lot of the crucial games. They got taken down by Golden State. They got beat. Uh, they got beaten by um, uh, Phoenix, Utah towards the end of the season. They lost to the Lakers also. And one of the reasons why is with no Jamal Murray, you can let Jokic get his, but. Who else is gonna step in, step in and and say, "Hey, I got this. I'm I'm gonna I could take you off the dribble." You can't find anybody could do that outside of Michael Porter Jr. But Michael Porter Jr. From what I've seen as a late, he's been jacking up a lot of threes, man, and that's not the way to win it. And I got the Portland Trailblazers, man, um, in at five or six games. Yeah, I got Portland. I'll say in six. Um, I got Portland. Nurkic missed a lot of time this year. CJ McCullough missed a lot of time this year. This team in the last 10 games are eight and two. Um, even though I think that, you know, let, let me compare this. Y'all remember the year Dirk Nowitzki won the MVP and they got beaten the first round by the Warriors. I know Keo remembers that. Um, the whole Baron Davis, Steven Jackson, yeah. all those guys, they won that first round series. I look at it like this Nurkic, I think, is going to win MVP. Even though I would vote for Steph Curry, I think Nurkic is going to get it. But I think people are going to regret it right away because I think he's going to get knocked out in the first round. The, trail, the Trailblazers, man, they have too much firepower. They, Like I said, they finished strong. They had a lot of injuries this season, but they shook back at the end, went 8-2 in the last 10 games. They actually beat the Nuggets pretty handily at the end of the season. No Jamal Murray, not super confident. They had Jamal Murray. I may think differently, but... Right now, I'm going with the, the Portland Trailblazers in six, and it might be five, like Keo said, but I'm going with Portland. All right. Um, <laughs> Pick your boy, Companzo, the dude that you. <laughs> go ahead. You know, you got to guard Damian Lillard, right? You got to guard. <laughs> Yeah, y'all already know what time it is. Man. <laughs> hey, he almost got you a fantasy championship, too. That dude was falling, man. I'm like, come on, man. Really? <laughs> Did you say fantasy championship? Oh, that's football. We're talking basketball. <laughs> Stay on topic. <laughs> all, right, all right. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to go with Portland. Uh, I, I think they just have too much firepower. I, honestly, I think if Murray was back, I would honestly pick Denver. 
Um, because I, I think when you, when you have a, a good one-two punch from the inside and out, I, I think I would go with that over, you know, a good backcourt. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, we'll never know. That's another thing, you know. I had Murray on my fantasy basketball team. <laughs> Once again, if we had Murray playing, we don't may have that. a different result. Don't, don't, don't be that guy. We may don't have a different guy. result. Don't do that. Because now we can start talking about him, this and that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, but at the end of the day, oh, Murray, come on. Don't Murray's not on the court. <laughs> what? I said, look, you put a Lakers hat on. You're a Warriors fan. You should be, you, you, your player, I mean, your own fan card should be taken. Uh, before before you before you jump to conclusions, I, I this is I'm I'm tributing this show to Kobe, man. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. He's, he's, got the, he's got the mama shirt on and the Laker cap. <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm gonna take a step back. I got on purple and gold. I don't even like the Lakers, but I got purple and gold on right now. All right. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Portland. Uh, I think I think experience helps, but I mean Denver does have experience, but. At the end of the day, they're they're missing their second best player, and Portland is not. So, I'm gonna go with Portland in this, but I, I think it's gonna go six games. Um, I don't trust Portland because just like the Knicks, Portland likes to to lose close games. Dame Dame can win you games, but at the end of the day, he could also lose you games. So I, I go six games, uh, but I, I think you'll be pretty. Pretty convincingly. Um, the last one we have are the Clippers and the Dallas Mavericks. A rematch. Rematch. Let's go. <laughs> um, I think I think this is gonna be the uh, best series in the first round. Um, I think it's gonna go seven games. Um, obviously you have um. Uh, Guys like Lupa Luca, he's has stepped up on a whole new level. You know, he gets his number two Porzingis as long as he's healthy. Um, and then you got those perimeter shooters out there with um with um with uh Tim Hardaway Jr. Um Josh Richardson. Um but it's the LA Clippers, man. Um, and um, the LA Clippers, they're a team that it's not that nobody's talking about in the West, man. After what happened last season, and I think the the LA Clippers, I think they're they're gonna try to make some noise, make a push. Um, I do have the Clippers winning this series, but I think the series is gonna be a seven game series. It's gonna go seven games. I got the Clippers in this one. So disrespectful, so so damn disrespectful on this show. I got the Clippers in five. <laughs> the Clippers are gonna dog walk the Mavericks. Are you kidding me? The Mavericks are not gonna win more than one game, and I'm giving them a game because of Luka Doncic. But you're hearing the rumblings already. I, don't, I know Justin; he lives in that area. Luka and Porzingis. For the most part, not because they don't like each other. Mark Cuban, I don't know why he came out and said that. That they don't hang together. They're not big fans of each other. To me, when you say that right before the playoffs, that says a lot to me. 
That's his life. We heard the rumors of Porzingis about to get traded before the play, before the um trade deadline. I don't like what's going on in Dallas. I thought Dallas was going to be a better team. I came on this show right after they got knocked out last year and was like, Luka's going to win the MVP, and this team has a shot at the NBA Finals. But they haven't played up to that, that what I thought they were going to be. So I'm going, they're going to get dog walked in this series. I think the Clippers are on a mission this year to, to prove everybody. I don't want to say wrong or right because it depends on who you're talking to. The Clippers, to me, they have a, a they know it's either championship or bust, and I don't I don't see the Mavericks knocking them off. So I'm going with the Clippers in five. You ready? <laughs> I know you live in Dallas. I know you live in the Dallas area, but I gotta be honest with the fans tuned in. I got the Clippers in five. You ready? <laughs> oh, don't do it, Justin. Don't you do it? No. <laughs> Let's go! Oh. Let's go! <laughs> the Dallas Mavericks will beat the largest Clippers. He needs to be drug tested. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. The Unicorn and Luka Doncic pop fire in the NBA will go into L.A., the most underachieving team in the last five years, the Los Angeles Clippers. And just like they were an afterthought, there's a reason why they were an afterthought this season, that nobody was talking about them winning the championship because they deserve to be an afterthought. I should know. I had Leonard on my fantasy basketball team. You see how many rings I have on my finger because of <laughs> <laughs> And I did have four singers, so shout out to four singers, man. What does that tell you? You win with four singers. This is not only five, this is the claw. Oh! <laughs> five. They're going to get the That's going to be the worst series of the first round. No. No, I think that's going to be the best series of the, the first best round. Series is Knicks versus Hawks because it's so unpredictable. No, no the, best, so the unpredictable. best, the best series is Miami and Milwaukee. Hell no, I just tell you, Milwaukee's going to beat them in five too. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, but Dallas win in seven games. Hey, you heard hey, it folks. Come back to the NBS Central to the NBS show, the number one show on the sports network. And come tell me I'm right after it. Hey, 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 I'm feeling I'm feeling real good about this. I'm thinking a case of water. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling a case of water right now. Because I think you completely lost your damn mind. We need to bring the drug test out. We need the drug test. Are you kidding? That's going to beat the Clippers? Oh, my God. We'll talk off air. Let me ask you this before we wrap up the show. Hypothetically speaking, just based off what you think is going to happen, who do you have winning the other four matchups? Based on what you think is going to happen. It doesn't matter. You know, we might have the Jazz versus the Warriors. You may have the Jazz versus the Lakers. Who do you think is going to win? All right, so I had the seven seed. I predicted the seven seed to go to the Warriors. So that okay. would put in you. Um, I think that the Warriors have a good shot at beating Utah. 
Well, no, the Warriors would get the Suns if they're the seven seed. Okay. All right. You're right. You're, okay. So, yeah, okay. Then I'm going to go with Phoenix. Okay. I'm going to go with Phoenix over Golden State. And then the one seed being Utah playing L.A., I'm going with the Lakers. <laughs> well, you got Keel. If, if, however you had it drawn up, who would you have winning those those um, Western Conference games? Um, So I got the Lakers as the seventh seed, and I got the Warriors as an eighth seed. And the Lakers will advance um, to the next round. Uh, they'll beat they'll beat um, Phoenix, and then I got Golden State defeating Utah as an eight seed. Wow. You got both both lower seeds upsetting one and two. Damn. You know the crazy yeah. thing is? I'm actually with Key on this. I think the if Donovan Mitchell, we know he's not playing right now. If Mitchell doesn't play, I got the Warriors in that 1-8 matchup as well, and I definitely got the Lakers over the Suns. Even though the Suns have played great basketball, I would love to see them beat the Lakers. I'm not picking them over the Lakers. That's crazy, craziness. So I'm going with the Lakers and the Warriors to advance. On the Eastern side, I, however you got it set up, we know what's going on right now. The the Celtics are pretty much running away with this game right now. Who you got? So we, know, so we know the Celtics will be playing the Nets. The Nets. I'm going to go with the Nets. Uh, so we got the 76ers playing either Indiana or Washington. I'm going Washington in that matchup. No, Washington in the in the in the, oh, okay, in the okay. 18. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I got Washington playing them, okay? okay? Because we have to figure out who's playing them first. Gotcha. Okay, I got you. I got you. Okay. <laughs> So I got Washington beat Indiana. So Washington versus Philly. Um, yeah, I got Philly. <laughs> okay. Um, um seven C Boston. Um, they're gonna get sweep by Brooklyn. It's gonna be four zip. <laughs> yes. That's gonna be the worst series in the yes. first round. Yes, and then uh, the eight seed. I got I got Washington, man. Um, I got Washington. It's the, um, the eight seed he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. I got Washington as an eight seed. Oh, um, see, yeah. once again, once again, listen, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got we Washington. Get that as first. A, <laughs> I got a Washington as an eight seed, and um, I think Philly will finish them in five or six games. Okay, I see it the same way y'all see it. Um, I clearly got Brooklyn beating the Celtics. I think the Celtics could say one just because Jason Tatum and Kimball Walker. Um, I think, man, Tatum, bro, is a superstar. <laughs> I'm not saying they will. I'm not saying they will. The only way the only way they still won is if one, you know, one of the three sit or gets injured, you know, because that happens very often. There's only yeah. been like what less than 10 games all year long where all mm. three have played. So that's a definite possibility. But if they all play, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, he has, go ahead. Go ahead. You good? No, I was saying uh, he has 50 points right now in this game. <laughs> 50? Where was that when I needed that? I wanted to blow up. <laughs> it's, one, hey. it's 113 to 94 right now. And uh, on the Celtics team right now, he's a one of three players that's in double figures right now. Dude, he's a, he's a problem, bro. <laughs> 
Um, I got the Sixers obviously over the Wizards. I think the Wizards are gonna beat the the Pacers, but they're not gonna beat the Sixers. That's craziness. Um, like you just said, Justin earlier, Ben Simmons is your MVP. He, I'm not saying he's gonna stop Russell Westbrook. He was not MVP. He was not MVP. MVP. Defensive Player of the Year. You talking about him guarding Russell Westbrook? Not saying stopping him, but definitely slowing him down somewhat. And I just don't see Robin Lopez or any of those bigs that they have having any. They have no chance versus Joel Embiid. It's gonna be it's gonna be one sided completely in that matchup, in my opinion. All right, man. So that that concludes the the NBS show, man. Like this is the part of the show where we do our shout outs. <laughs> I, I I know we're gonna hear a couple more uh, <laughs> stories about how how great and wonderful he did this year <laughs> in the NBS fantasy basketball league. Let's go ahead and get it over with. <laughs> okay, hold up, hold up, one second. I want to give a shout out to let me let me let me pull there it up real, real quick. There we go. Uh, His acceptance speech for, here. <laughs> first and foremost, I want to give a shout out. We can't see it. As y'all can see, 16 and 1, the number one team, the Goon Squad. But shout out to just Justin, man. He was an incredible, you know, runner up. <laughs> I mean, he had a great team for a runner up type team. Um, type team. <laughs> but at the end of the day, the Goon Squad proved that, you know, they were the best team all year. And when Justin beat us, Anthony Davis was on the IR. But when he played us this time, he had a message for you, Justin. He told me that whatever he balls out, he was going to say it on air. And that was, I'm back. <laughs> and you saw it first, man. You got the L. So I want to give a shout out to, let's, 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 I want to give a shout out to the whole roster. Trigger Trey Young, D'Angelo Russell, Harris LeVert, Chris Stapps, Porzingis, Rudy Gobert, Nicholas Alexander-Walker, P.J. Washington, Anthony Davis, Keldon Johnson, Jackson Hayes, Joel Embiid, DeAndre Hunter, Paul George, Ben Simmons, Dario Saric, Lonzo Ball, Kevin Porter Jr., and last but not least, my favorite player in the NBA, I wanted him when Justin got him, Jason Tatum. Let's go, Goon Squad. And, of course, their head coach and owner, Truex, the sports junkie. <laughs> Thank y'all for having me on the show tonight. Keo, I look forward to that belt. Well, not that one, but the new championship belt being the behind, behind me. Or I might just rock the gold every time I come on air. But it's been a pleasure. <laughs> I enjoyed you guys. I enjoyed it immensely, and I'm out. Peace. Hold on. Who you got, Keo? <laughs> what? What did you say? Oh, your shout-outs. You know, I know, I know, I know. You know, we should have played the the the, the piano music like they do at the Oscars. <laughs> 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 but but we, we have other people on the show. Keo, give me your shout-outs. Yo, uh, shout out, to, uh, shout out to both of you guys. Uh, shout out to the NBS show. It's always good to come on the NBS show. Shout out to um X, uh, winning the fantasy basketball league. Um, 
Uh, make sure you tune in. Uh, we got a busy schedule this week. Make sure you tune in to MBS Let's Talk About It tomorrow night with uh, me, X, and Saray. And make sure you also tune in to uh, Bragging Rights uh, on its new day now, on every Sundays now. So uh, check out GBD on that one. And later tonight, man, we will be dropping um, the Ultimate Madness 3 predictions. The semifinals will be dropping it later tonight. But with that being said, shout out to everybody that tuned in and supports the show. And um, uh, we out, man. I, I want to give... I want to give a shout out to y'all for coming on the show. Uh, even though I had to hear and accept the speech from a, a win that should have never happened. Um, <laughs> but, but, but I want to give a shout out to myself for being so great. For, for Oh, we can make a, a special needs person's wish come true here. <laughs> it's all good, man. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to True. Shout out to Keo, man. Uh, thank you for coming and holding down for Jasper. I hope to see you back next week, man. I can't wait for you to get back on here. So uh, here we go. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I can't. I can't with you right now. Man. I can't. I can't. <laughs> oh man! I, oh, I should never let you win. What you can? This is we're into vacation. I didn't say vacation. I said vacation. It's coming. Twenty twenty one. Summer twenty twenty. Oh, kind of like the the snow ski uh, trip that they took last year. Hey, chill out. Hey, we not talking about football right now. This is basketball season. Season's <laughs> over. It's over. Hey, 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 we talking about the most recent, man. Most recent, up to date. I just, hey, I just got married, man, and it's feeling real good right now. Where's she at? Hey, she coming. Hey, she right now she's getting her hair done. She getting her nails did. Hey, listen, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. She coming. Hey, you gonna she getting get your name tattooed on her? Huh? She getting your name tattooed on her? Yeah, she getting my name tattooed. We ain't gonna talk about where. Just know it's <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't do oh, that. Well, for, for those of y'all on Facebook, man, we appreciate y'all watching. I, I know I know a lot of y'all don't know what's going on here, man. Uh, but True X Junkie, this guy is is ridiculous. And uh, if if you blame anybody, blame him. Um, but next week, next back for for real sports analysts with, with me <laughs> and the franchise. Marita sports. <laughs> And nothing but sports. <laughs> hey, hey, real quick, look at this clown stuff. Russell Westbrook had 2014 and five. Probably his worst game in, in a long time. He's gonna do that after the season's over. That's so trash. Because <laughs> he didn't have me in his ear anymore. Oh, wrap this show up. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
right, everybody on Facebook, thank y'all for, for tuning in, man. Tune in next week. Tune in to to the Let's Talk tomorrow night. It's gonna be a great show. Um, so until next week, man. Peace. <laughs>